world famous Las Vegas Strip at Michael Gaughan's South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in the entertainment capital of the world, it's the Dennis Bono Show, featuring the Bob Rosario Ensemble and Corey Sachs. I'm Mike McHugh, and now ladies and gentlemen, here he is, the star of our show, here's Dennis Bono. Writing songs that I can't sing. They rap, hip hop, they never swing. If I tried it, I'd cause a riot. Cole Porter, Gershwin, and Sammy Kahn. And when Frank and Dean and Sam. We're on what music this town sure had great music. I just don't get what makes that rapping so appealing. So I'll just try and sing a great old song with feeling. Songs of love, but not for me. A lucky star's above, but not for me. With love to lead the way, I found more clouds of gray than any Russian play could guarantee. Was a fool to fall and get that way. I hope alas, also lack a day. Although I can't dismiss the memory of her kiss, I guess she's not for me. They're writing. Song to love, but not for me. A lucky star's above, but not for me. With love to lead the way, I found more clouds of gray than any Russian play could guarantee. I was a Get that way. I owe a lass, oh, so lack a day. Although I can't dismiss the memory of her kiss, I guess she's not.
Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Nice to see all of you again at our home here at Michael Gaughan's South Point Hotel Casino. <laughs> In the entertainment capital of the world. If you would, please welcome my dear friends, the Bob Rosario Ensemble. That's Mr. Bob Sachs at the bass. Mike Meacham on the drums. Dave Hart on guitar. Under the direction of Mr. Joey Singer at the piano. What good musicals. What good singers. Different styles. You're going to love all of this. Um, certainly one of the most iconic figures musically in this town. Um, he's made it such an impact. He travels all over the world. But whenever he's home and shares his talent, we all embrace him because he truly is one of the finest singers you'll ever hear. Mr. Clint Holmes is with us today. Now, <laughs> there are so many great stories. Hanging out backstage with this guy is just a thrill. He is one of the funniest storytellers and one of the finest jazz musicians. And I think he did 66 appearances on the Johnny Carson Show. A great storyteller. He always made, he's the musician's comedian. He makes every musician, they used to bring him on the Carson show just to have the band fall down, right? He's so brilliant and he's such a great storyteller and one of the good guys who is also one of our own. Ladies and gentlemen, Pete Barbuti is with us today. Um, I have watched this performer uh, appearing with uh, Jerry Lopez in Santa Fe on Monday nights uh, and he's a remarkable a singer, a, a multi-talented. He's got a group called uh, Serpentine Fire, but he also works with Jerry Lopez. He truly is a dynamic singer and a really good guy. It's thrilling to have him on the show today. Tyreek Johnson is with us today. Also, I love when she comes on. I always have fun with her because she's, she's sexy and she's voluptuous. And you see her on TV. She does those commercials, but she's a damn good singer and a really great gal. Nieve Malandra is with us today. And I love this, talk about, I watch these guys backstage, I feel like I'm underdressed. I'm where you see these people come out. They're dressed, I'm going, where do you get your clothes? It looks like somebody, you know, robbed, uh, you know, fabric from the Cadillac dealership. Um, this guy is, he's a terrific singer, very soulful, slick, and elegant. Ladies and gentlemen, Freddie B is with us today. Great jazz singer, soulful singer, a la, I guess, a la Sarah Vaughn. That's, every time I hear her, I go, I just have flashbacks. And I know Sarah would love her interpretive skills. And she's a homie. Homie meaning from my hometown, Hartford, Connecticut. Tasha Como is with us today. And we have somebody new on the show that hasn't been with us in a while. Our little girl is back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Corey Sachs is back with us. <laughs> so we're going to have a terrific, terrific show today. I was, uh, I was watching the news uh, backstage. I, I'm sure over the last few days I've seen this on television in Colorado. Uh, there's an ordinance that was passed to let women to go topless in public. Yeah, in public, in restaurants, 
And wherever they want to go topless, they cannot be prosecuted. This is a, and the new movement is called Free the Nipple. Will you guys? All of a sudden, you're politically motivated. You're just waiting for winter to come in Colorado. I swear, this is. I guess I'm getting old. I guess I'm getting old. The rules are changing. Everybody's values are changing. I just get confused. I go, really? You know, but that's. You know, I may not be uh, living life in the fast lane anymore at my age. I may even be um, actually living life in the slow lane, but uh, rest assured, I ain't afraid to use a couple of hand signals if I need to. <laughs> it's a New York thing, you know. <laughs> I swear to God. Um, I just read a study coming out of Italy. You got to trust everything coming out of Italy. That's where I'm from. And the doctors, doctors and scientists have, have come out and they said, they recommend, true story, eight glasses of wine a day. Yeah, that's right. To help stave off reality. <laughs> I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Um, of course, you know, Sunday, you watch football on Sundays, NFL? You do. I think everybody's like, especially now the season's kicked in, the sports books. And I've been, uh, I've been watching, boy, I'll tell you, they're actually treating the Dolphins worse than they do at SeaWorld. <laughs> We're going to take a short pause. We're coming right back after these words. Don't we? Hi, I'm Dennis Bono. Please join me every Thursday at 2 p.m. for our live taping of The Dennis Bono Show in the showroom at Michael Gaughan's South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa. Each week, we feature celebrities from the world of entertainment with music, comedy, and lots of fun interviews. A true variety show. The show is absolutely free. All you have to do is sign up for a South Point club card and join in the fun. The Dennis Bono Show, Thursdays at 2 p.m. at Michael Gaughan's South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa, 9777 Las Vegas Boulevard South. It's Vegas at its best. Night and day, under the height of me. Live from Las Vegas, welcome back to the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa on the South Strip. It's the Dennis Bono Show. And now, once again, here he is. Here's Dennis. Thank you, Paul. I love the You know, she's been gone for, I think, six or seven years. And uh, I know everybody's missed her. And she's uh, an important part of our musical family. She's like uh, a sister to me. And we adore her. I know you do as well. Please welcome back to our stage, Miss Corey Sachs. Oh, hello, everybody! Woo! 
I had a great run. I, I ended up falling in love with Foley, Alabama. Foley, Alabama. Yeah, we're just 10 minutes from the shore, and yeah. it's beautiful out there. And they I call know us... they all fell in love with you. Ah, well, you know what? It, it actually turned out great. They actually made me the MC as well as perform my own acts. Well, that's so. terrific. Yeah. That's terrific. So you were gone, like, what, six weeks? Uh, six weeks, yes. Yeah. My gosh, <sighs> it's so good to have you back. And oh, it feels so know, good to be she back. She came backstage for rehearsal. She went high and go, who are you? <laughs> Oh, you know, it's been such a long time when I came home. You know, there's all these light switches on the wall. I forgot which went to which light bulb. Hey, yeah, worse. That's when you know you've been gone worse, too she long. She actually picked up the phone and ordered room service. <laughs> yeah. And nobody came. Nobody what showed up. What the heck? Up. 
Well, it's good to have you back. Thank the you. Sound it's is good to be as, back. As always. Oh, I know you. the audience is thrilled to have you I back. I miss you guys. Yeah, they all miss you too. I really did. I even miss you. Yes. <laughs> anyway, it's good to have you back. You know, it's fun because we have so many friends on. Right. And uh, this gentleman is. Uh, I think he, he makes me laugh probably more than anybody. He is, his sense yes. of humor is so dry. He broke up everybody on the Carson Show for 65 or 66 wow. appearances. And six, 67? How much? 67, Whoa. he said. Yeah, that's Unbelievable. Good. That's a true story, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> I think so. He's one of the finest talents that has ever come out of this community. We're so proud of every time he comes on our show. He makes me fall down. He's one of the greatest. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would, warm welcome, Pete Barbuti! Thank you very much. Chuck. I, uh, I want to tell you this story today. This is a true story. <laughs> I don't lie about things like this. But, but before I tell it to you, I have to tell you the, the way it came about. Uh, I, was, I was doing the uh, Tonight Show one night. Johnny Carson, who was hosting, was there. And, and the other acts had been on. And there were a couple starlets there who ran over. And so the producer came to me and he said, look, we're a little short on time. So you could either tell like one quick story or you can just go and sit on the panel and talk to Johnny. But we don't have time for both. And I said, well, I'll just tell this one story. And so I'm going to repeat the story to you now, and you'll understand why it's the way it is. It's a true story, and it applies to all of us, because none of us are from here. Nobody was born here. I mean, a couple of kids. But no, where were you born, sir? In New York. In New York. So from, are, you, are you living here now? Oh, that may be, I thought maybe you were just out here to kill somebody. <laughs> where are you from? Boston, good to have you here. It's not. <laughs> Boston people, I never like them. I can tell you that. I know. <laughs> anyway, this is a true story of, 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 about a couple from back in Virginia. And they, and they took the advice of the great Horace Greeley and decided to move west because that's where opportunity was. I mean, Boston was already built up. New York was built up. There was not Philadelphia was a, was a capital. And they decided to, to take the advice of Horace Greeley and move west. And so they bought a Conestoga wagon, a covered wagon, prairie schooner. And they loaded all their belongings in, and they began this great trek west. And they stopped in what was those days the last civilization, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people think it still is. <laughs> And they went into the general store and they bought provisions for this great trip. The, the woman, she bought some, like some uh, bacon and, you know, dried beef and stuff like that. And she bought curtains, gingham, that she might make curtains for their beautiful new home. And the guy came out, he bought some lard, like for the axles and everything like that. And, and then he came out of the store and he had a great big wooden crate. And she said, darling, what's in the crate? He said, never mind, woman. Get on the wagon. And he took that crate, it was a very large crate, and he took it and he put it on the side of the wagon, on the left side, because the water barrel was on the right side. There's like a ledge about four and a half inches wide along the side of the wagon, you notice in some of the pictures. And he put this box, it was on the ledge there, and then he tied it with a rope, a piece of tow rope. It's about an inch and a half tow rope. And he tied it with a double knot around the side of the crate. 
and that, so it was secure, and they started their great trash. And in fact, they, it was dangerous, and it, and it was enterprising, and they crossed the great Mississippi River. No, it's not like you guys have that much to play when I'm up here. So when I get to a, an area like this, they're crossing the river, like very subtly, you guys could go like, oh. oh. <laughs> they cross. How are you doing that? You're not moving your lips and it's coming. <laughs> they crossed the great Mississippi River. Yes, and they crossed the great Missouri River. And they crossed the great but dangerous plains of mid-America. And they landed in the promised land, Provo, Utah. And they built, a, they built a life for themselves there, and they built a, they built a beautiful farm. And, and, and then one day he called her outside. He said, woman, today's the day. She said, I have a headache. He said, not that. Today's the day. <laughs> and, he, and he brought that wooden crate out. And dry, he dragged it out of the barn there with a, with a big rope. It was, it was still on it, the tow rope, the inch and a half tow rope, the seal. <laughs> he took a crowbar and he opened that crate. And inside that crate, ladies and gentlemen, was a great big bell that looked exactly like the Liberty Bell in every detail. You know, it wasn't quite that big. There's no writing in it, and there was no crack in it. <laughs> and she said, you mean you've been hauling some stupid bell across the country? She said, woman, back off, for this bell can truly save your life. When I'm out working in Hillerdale, miles away, and, and danger arises, could be a, a crazed animal, or could be a hostile Indian attack, because they were still around then. And, and danger, you need better ring the bell, and I'll come back, and I will save your life. And she was moved to tears, and she kissed him, and he got on his horse, and he rode out about 20 miles. And he started to chop a tree. He didn't hit the tree, but about four times with the ax, and the bell started to ring. So I said, uh-oh. So I dropped the ax, jumped on the on his horse, and he rode back fast and furiously, almost killing himself and the poor animal getting back because the farm wasn't detailed. There's still stuff laying around, you know. <laughs> and, and he got there, and she was standing under the oak tree from which he had hung this big bell. And he ran up. He said, woman, what's wrong? And she said, uh, she whipped from behind her back. She had a big pitcher of Kool-Aid. I thought maybe you were warm. I made some Kool-Aid. <laughs> said, woman, are you stupid? I almost killed myself and the poor horse getting back here. And you made Kool-Aid? And, and, and in order to, to enunciate clearly how serious this was, you know, he used his finger and he poked her very gently on the shoulder. I mean, he, it wasn't abusive or anything, but she was standing on the somewhat erosive root system of the oak tree <laughs> and she lost her balance and fell backward and hit her shoulder. And she said, yo, because she's from back east. She said, yo. <laughs> and he, he didn't mean to hurt her, but he said, perhaps that this little situation will underline the seriousness of what I'm telling you. And he poked her again, he said, don't ever do anything this stupid again. So he went out and he got on his horse and he rode out again 20 miles. He went farther this time. Well, the next tree, it doesn't seem to be worth mentioning. But... <laughs> and he started to chop that tree and the bells start ringing again. He said, I can't take a chance. Dropped the ax, jumped on the horse, rode back this time so fast and furiously. Just as he got back, the poor horse dropped dead beneath him. Yeah, so he, he got off the, well, he didn't have to get off it, it was dead. He <laughs> just sort of walked away from it. <laughs> he couldn't find her anywhere. And she was in the house and she was in the kitchen, tears streaming down her face. Woman, what's wrong? And she said, I don't know whether to make potatoes or stuffing for dinner. <laughs> he was furious, man. 
And he, he laid into her, he said, woman, do you understand? I, can't, I mean, and, and he used his finger again, you know, poked her like on the shoulder, and she was standing in front of the icebox. You older guys remember the icebox. We used to put the ice in top, and there was like a door, and it had a chrome handle in it that was <laughs> perpendicular. It was about an inch and a half wide. It had some small Phillips roundhead screws in the top. There were about six in them. And she hit her sore shoulder against this handle, you know, and this really hurt her. I mean, it wasn't real pain, but it was, and she said, yo, and he said, now don't ever do anything this stupid again. So he went out, he went out and he got on a new horse. He got on the old one, but nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, this is the story they told me, just tell one quick story. And so he got on a new horse and he rode out again, like some 20 miles, and he started chopping wood again. And the bells start ringing again. He said, later for her, dude. So he chopped down about 15 trees and he stacked the wood on like cords of wood and ice and he wiped down the horse because the horse was sweaty and he cleaned the axe and he rode back casually. But this time when he got back, the barn was burned to the ground. Oh. That's right. And the corral fences all burned, all knocked down. Every one of the cattle dead shot with flaming arrows. Every one of the chickens had been stomped to death, except for one small road on the red. It was stabbed from behind. <laughs> and he couldn't find her anywhere, and he continued his vigil. And then just when he was about to give up in the edge of the clearing over there, he heard this faint moaning. And he went over there, and, and there she was. She was laying in the bushes. She was in bad shape, Jack. Obviously, it was an India attack. I mean, she still had arrows in her, this just happened because she's still sizzling from the flaming arrows. <laughs> and she was scalping, she was, oh, and she was terrible, man. And so very tenderly, he took her hand into his, and he looked down, and he said to her, now that's more like it. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Pete Barboon, you're gonna take a short pause, coming okay. right back. Hey Lorraine, do you realize that your family is part of Las Vegas culinary history, having served Chef Mama Maria's original recipes since 1949? And do you realize that Las Vegas legends, from Howard Hughes to Frank Sinatra, fell in love with your family restaurants for over 70 years in the entertainment capital of the world? Yes, dear. Remember, I was there. And another great customer was Liberace. At that time, he was the highest paid entertainer in Las Vegas, earning $50,000 a week. Man, you guys must have made a fortune. Not really, Dennis. Our large pizza was only 90 cents. Wow. Then in 1962, while Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack were causing global excitement on the Las Vegas Strip, your family opened their second restaurant. Right. And in 1972, Elvis Presley began electrifying Las Vegas audiences and eating in our restaurant. You know, Lorraine, this is quite a town. There's nowhere like it in the world. There's only one Las Vegas. And there's only one bootlegger Italian bistro. Folks, when you're in Las Vegas, come visit us. We'll make you feel like you're part of our family. The bootlegger Italian bistro, conveniently located at 7700 Las Vegas Boulevard, South Strip. Visit our website at www.bootleggerlasvegas.com. Main 
same showroom, the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa on the South Strip in Las Vegas, you're listening to The Dennis Bono Show. Once again, a sold-out audience enjoying today's show. And now, here's Dennis. Thank you all very much. Thank you, gentlemen. And, uh, what, a, uh, what a great... Uh, I love it when this guy's on, of course, uh, Pete. And, of course, to have Corey back, it's special. And even more special, October 25th at Green Valley Ranch, a new CD available after the show. And we'll talk about the, the purpose of this CD. He is truly one of the remarkable performers in this town, We've all embraced him as they do everywhere he performs. Ladies and gentlemen, Clint Holmes. Whether I'm right, whether I'm wrong, whether I find a place in this world I never belong, I've got to be me. I've got to be me What else can I be But what I am I want to live Not merely survive And I won't give up this dream of life That keeps me alive I've got to be free I've got to be free The dream that I see Makes me what I am That far away prize A world of success Is waiting for me If I heed the call I won't settle down I won't settle for less As long as there's a chance That I can have it all I'll go it alone That's how it must be I can't be for somebody else If I'm not right for me I've got to be free I've got to be free Daring to try To do it or die I've got to be That was special. That was truly special. And and not only what a band. Well, uh, we're very proud of them. We're very proud of them. But but you know what? It's uh, not only is that a special song. It's a a special interpretation. Um, And we talk about this all the time when songs are are so well written that it allows every singer 
to bring something different to it. That tells you what a great piece of music it that, is. That's true. Pete and I were talking about the difference uh, today and in those days. And, and my, my opinion is that when you sing a song as, as familiar as that and has been sung by, don't sing it unless you have some sort of an idea that makes it personal. Yeah, it makes it personal. You. Uh, yeah. you know, because, you know, Sammy already sang it, you know, yeah, and right. Sinatra already sang yeah. my way and, yeah. and, and on and on. So unless you have Unless you have a dimension that, that brings something different to the table that makes people understand this is you singing. Right, right. Uh, but it's, it's a beautiful arrangement. And Christian so, Tamber. Yeah. Christian and wrote and that let's, arrangement. Let's talk about uh, some of the things. Uh, I know you've been traveling. You were back in New York, and, and you are back here at the Smith Center. Yep. And uh, October 25th at Green Valley Ranch. Uh, yeah. I, I, I got this date at Green Valley Ranch, October 25th, and it's a 2,000-seat room. Mm -hmm. And when they brought me the date, I thought it was a private high rollers party. I really yeah. did. Yeah, and right, then I, right. I, and I, I swear to God, I did. And then I'm in my car and I drive by Green Valley Ranch and there's this huge picture of me. <laughs> and I figured, hmm, wow. maybe we better sell some tickets. <laughs> yeah. You know, or, well, I, or at least right. drive, right? Anybody, anybody yeah. who is, has watched you or, and heard you over the years knows how good you are. So I don't, I don't think that's a problem, certainly. Selling tickets because well. you're a remarkable performer and a friend, and I'm always thrilled to watch you uh, take the stage and bring something different to the table each time you do that. Yeah. Well, thank you, man. Mr. Clint Holmes. Now, speaking of good friends, this guy's a good friend of yours. You've known him a long time. He's a most remarkable and soulful and dynamic singer. Uh, he's performing October 13th at the Orleans. The show is called uh, The Bridge, a 32-piece orchestra bridging together musical genres for two charities. But you've seen him with Serpentine Fire. I love this you've guy, You've seen man. him with Jerry Lopez and, and the Fat City Horns and, and He Santa played Fe. my son in, in, uh, in my play. In the in play. My play. I that do I already remember played that. My son. A remarkable yeah. talent. A warm welcome, if you would, Tyreek Johnson.
We couldn't help it. We had to jump in. We had to do with the background voice. We couldn't, we couldn't sit in our seats. Couldn't sit still. My gosh, that's so good. That's wonderful. You are such You've got Pete singing in the background. Yeah. Or, or faking it or Terrific. something. Yeah. Terrific singer. Not very well. <laughs> and, and I know, I know that, uh, you know, your, your wonderful group, uh, Serpentine Fire, yes. which is, uh, pays tribute to the music of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes, we do. And I'll tell you, all wonderful voices, and, and you are quite... Quite remarkable out front. It's it's electrifying. We couldn't sit still. We had to jump in, and and uh, you've got the sh a show coming up October thirteenth at the Orleans. Yes. And the show is called the Bridge. The Bridge. Yes. It's a wonderful. We were doing a um, wonderful charity thing, a, a benefit concert. You know, tip uh, trauma interventions uh, program. Uh huh. And for the health thing, it's it's all it's a big thing. That the bridge. It's a wonderful thing. You need to come and support that. The bridge is, you know, about musical genres coming together, you know, with ethnicity and different things and charities coming together and just doing And you know what? Good, as we were just talking, good is good, no good matter good. what genre. You know, too, and a 32-piece orchestra. That's going to be exciting. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, the multi-talented Tyreek Johnson. We're going to take a short pause. Coming right back. In Las Vegas, it's the legendary bootlegger Italian bistro where celebrities and locals gather. Open 24-7. It's true Vegas, baby, since 1949. Main showroom, South Peak Hotel, Casino, and Spa on the South Strip in Las Vegas. You're listening to the Dennis Bono Show. And now, here's Dennis. Thank you all very much. What remarkably talented people today. It's always thrilling for me to sit here and just absorb all this time. And once in a while, jump in. You know, you, can't, you just can't help yourself. Uh, this next young lady is Grace Star Stage. She's... Uh, I really get a kick out of her. She is so, um, she's sexy, she's voluptuous, she's a wonderful singer. She's her third anniversary show uh, of Fashion Boutique opening, and she's at the Golden Tiki's Monday Happy Hour, Park MGM, Nomad, and Mama Rabbit, and she works with, uh, with uh, our, our dear boy, Zoe Bowie. She's most versatile and a really, really good singer. I always have a lot of fun with her. I know you do too. She is really a special gal. A warm welcome, if you would, Nieve Malandra.
something just a little bit different and you have such fun you enjoy uh, the image you create and, and you surprise us all the time because really you are quite a remarkable singer thank you yeah so let's talk about all the things you got going on you got the third anniversary of your fashion boutique I see that stuff on Facebook I wanted to pick up a couple outfits but they were just a little they don't have them in the chubby size um, and you got golden tiggies at Monday happy hour yeah, I'm at the Golden Tiki's now um, from 4 to 7 Are you on doing the, the, some of the standards? And yeah, and I try to add some uh, exotica, some tiki music. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, standards, I, mean, I mix it up. Well, you do. You are Anything terrific. Anything tropical. You are terrific. You Thank are you. terrific and always fun to have on the show. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely Nieve Malandra. Thank you. This next gentleman, uh, he's got a Platters tribute show October 6th, and you see the out now. Just finished the, an engagement at the Smith Center. He is most, it, I, really, everybody's dressed to the nines today. They're just like, wow, this place is glitzy today. And uh, he's got a new CD, and he's got, uh, a, a, he just did a thing at the Smith Center. And uh, it's a little bit of blues. He, you never know what he's going to do either. And he's slick and smooth. And the audiences embrace him, as you will today. Ladies and gentlemen, Freddie B. <laughs>
guys in our business. Freddie B, we're going to take a short pause. Coming right back. Hello, I'm John Saxa, General Manager at Finley Cadillac. The Vegas Valley is all about style and luxury, and what a better way to make a statement than a new Cadillac. Whether you're in the market for a crossover, coupe, SUV, or sedan, let the experts at Finley Cadillac show you all the craftsmanship and luxury Cadillac has to offer. Finley Cadillac is proud to be the number one Cadillac dealer in Nevada, as well as dealer of the year for the past 13 years in a row. And when you think Cadillac, think Finley Cadillac in the Valley Auto Mall. From the main showroom in the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa on the South Strip in Las Vegas, you're listening to The Dennis Bono Show. Once again, a sold-out audience enjoying today's show. And now... 
Here's Dennis. Thank you all very much. Ladies and gentlemen, a warm welcome, Tasha Como. In Las Vegas, it's the legendary bootlegger Italian bistro where celebrities and locals gather. Open 24-7. It's true Vegas, baby, since 1949. Welcome back to the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa on the South Strip. Live from Las Vegas, it's the Dennis Bono Show. It's time now for the Spotlight Song. So here's Dennis with the Bob Rosario Ensemble. 
It was a very good year It was a very good year For small town girls In soft summer nights We hide from It was a very good year It was a very good year For city girls Who lived up the stairs With all that perfume hair It was a very good year It was a very good year For blue-blooded girls of independent means We'd ride
Here's the life. Here's the love. Here's to Bob Rosario Ensemble and Miss Corey Sachs. Production assistant Mike McHugh. Sound recording and mix for broadcast by Sean McGee.